Hey, welcome in everybody. I'm your host Trey and this is Second Fiddle Eddie. <laughs> and welcome back to a Toast of Film everybody. Uh, we're really excited to have you here and as most of y'all know, this is a uh, 2020's been tough. It has. Mm-hmm. 2020, you know, it, it hasn't taken any prisoners, so we're going to start out the show with something a little more somber, but at the same time, something that's going to be very nice. And then we're going to get into a double review. We yes. have The Witching Good Time, The Pale Door. Oh, yes. And uh, <laughs> bust out, you know, your best Hitler from uh, Taiki Watiti, because <laughs> we're going to be talking about Blood Vessel. Which is, uh, I, I love a which double is, en- Oh, which is a double entendre. I love it. And then we will be ending, as always, with a list. And this week's list, top five creature features, the creatures within the movie, that we think don't get enough love and respect. And we're, we're really diving in here. We're, um, we're going for some real hidden gems yeah. that we didn't even consider, you know, ones like Pumpkinhead. Or Be- Gremlins. Yeah. Or Critters. Or Ghoulies. Or exactly. The Blob. Yes. Cause Creature from Black Lagoon. Nine out of ten times you ask somebody about this these movies, they'll they'll know it, you know. So xenomorph, alien. Yeah, we wanted to dive in. We wanted to bring some new movies to mm-hmm. you know to light, give you all something to watch on a Friday night weekend. Exactly. So Saturday night special. Yeah, absolutely. So we're we're really excited to dive in with us. But um, why don't we go ahead and get into the discussion? What we want to talk about. All right. So as we said, twenty twenty, it is it's been a tough year for a lot of people. There's been a lot of, you know, heartache and heartbreak. And unfortunately at a toast of film we experienced uh it twice this week. So for the past month I have been um helping with my father who was diagnosed with stage four liver cancer. And unfortunately on Tuesday the twenty second he passed away. Uh, my father, Ed, who I was named after my first name. I'm not a junior. But uh, old Ed, you know, he lived life to the fullest. He liked a good whiskey, <laughs> which is why we're actually toasting this week yeah. with some Crown XO. Yes. You know, he lived life to the fullest. And he he did love some movies. So one movie he loved was Mystery Man. Really? Mystery the Man? Ben Stiller movie. I don't know what it was. <laughs> he loved that damn movie. You know, I need to go watch that tonight just because, of, just for Ed. It's a funny just movie. Just We, you know, this week definitely been a lot of tears. Just It's been mm-hmm. a hard ride. I know for you. It's been a hard ride for me just seeing you like this yeah. and knowing the great man that Ed was. And I, I looked up to Ed. He was a salesman, a guy that anyone could sit back have a beer with and you're gonna love him by the you know the first five minutes you meet him (laughs) oh yeah he was a character but i just wanted to say a couple other movie moments we're gonna try and keep this short because we just i you know i can't speak for trey trey's my best friend so he supports me but i just wanted to mention these two things you know just because these people meant a lot to us yes and this show is all about being you know a part of something. Yes. And, you know. But uh, another one, he loved Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. We that... went and saw that at the Dollar Theater. Great movie. We Great snuck movie. in some peanut M&M's. <laughs> True story. He also loved The Patriot. Oh, man. Another another great one. Me and my yeah. dad saw that at the Dollar Theater. And 
a when the cannonball knocks the guy's leg off, uh-huh. we both started laughing, <laughs> and the people in the theater thought we were crazy. You know, we were. Well, you know, Ed had such an infectious laugh oh, that yeah. no matter what he laughs at, I'm gonna start laughing. You know yeah, what I mean? He, he had a big bolsterous laugh, but uh, <laughs> he hated Transformers. I just want that known. And this is why I love Ed. He said they were the loudest, longest, <laughs> worst movies he's ever seen. Yeah, I uh, I could care less about the Transformer franchise. You know, if I'm being honest with you. But if I can say, you know, he loves some westerns. But if I could just say two movies that I know you know ed loved and he would want other people if you haven't seen to watch first one is it's a wonderful life great movie we would watch that every christmas morning and we'd both cry one of my favorite you know he's a big (laughs) softy but uh and that one it definitely reminded me of ed because for those who have seen it at the end of it you know george bay not the richest man but he's got family he's got great friends and the movie says, no man is a failure who has friends. Yeah. And I think he really took that to heart. Like, almost every friend he had was from high school. That's, Which yeah. is insane these days. Like, and that, that that's a true test to his character. People surrounded themselves with Ed. They wanted more of him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, uh, they wanted to have him in their life, you know, for as, you know, for as long as he would have him, you know? And then um, the Three Godfathers. It's a Western that he always talked about, and unfortunately I did not get to watch it with him. But I will definitely be watching it soon, and I know he would love for everybody to watch it because he was a big fan of it. He said that it always made him cry. Mm -hmm. So we'll toast my dad, Ed, this week with some whiskey. But unfortunately, like I said, it was a double week. Yes. So this morning, which is the, what is it, the 27th, I Mm. think? The 27th. um, We had a friend who we actually both worked for Mm -hmm. with at a movie stop, Sam. And she has been having a fight with cancer for the past few years. And it finally, you know, took its toll, much like with Ed. Yes. And, you know, she was in her 40s. She had two, you know, wonderful kids, and she's not with us anymore. But, you know, we we got to work with her. We saw her at movies all the time. Oh, man. She, she had a huge impact in both of our lives. I mean, she hired us both at Movie Stop and solidified my even more of an obsession with movies than yeah. I already have. But Sam was a genuine friend. Mm-hmm. She wasn't, you know, just a manager. She was someone that would call us after work. We'd go to the movies together. Mm-hmm. We got to know each other on a on a personal level. Her two boys, you know. And, and Trey even knew her before that. This this was definitely um this was a tough one, you know. This week's just been very tough with Ed and Sam because two people that meant a lot to me. And I've known Ed now for eight years. And, it's been a bit. And Sam, I grew up with because Sam worked at Movie Stop as a manager. And she... Before that, she was at Movie Gallery. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, Movie Gallery. And she was at Movie Gallery, you know, since I was seven. And I would go into Movie Gallery, you know, every Friday after I got out of, you know, elementary school right mm-hmm. down the road. 
She knew us by, you know, name, and we've known Sam forever. And Sam, I can tell you this, that woman never aged a day in her life. <laughs> she really did. She never aged. And she had such a love for movies. Especially Mortal Instruments. I still will never understand why uh, yeah, that movie's I, trash. My, Spencer loves it, too. <laughs> she She's obsessed with it. We just got to give them a token one every once in a while. Yeah. You know, every once in a while, people can, can make mistakes, you mm-hmm. know. But, yeah, it's uh, it's been a real tough week, and me and Eddie... We didn't, like I said, we didn't want this to be a sad episode, want to be a celebration. We wanted mm-hmm. to, you know, remember these people, uh, people that meant a lot to us, mm-hmm. and we wanted to to share to share their story with the viewers out there. Yeah, everyone is going through something this year, so we just wanted to open with the show because when there is sadness, there's also beauty. Mm-hmm. You know, beauty in the memories, beauty in who the person was, and beauty in the impact that they'll leave in uh, others. But now that we got that out of the way, you know, this is a podcast where we want to have fun, we want to make y'all laugh, we want to give you a break. Yes. So, you know, we're going to go ahead, we're going to dive in. Like I said, we got two reviews. Two good ones. Two good ones. So, Trey, let's start out with The Pale Door. Oh, man. Well, so we... Saw the pale door much like we did the good things devils do. I saw it on the PlayStation mm-hmm. Network, and I was really excited to dive into it because these trailers that we've been finding, you know, for these hidden gems, mm. the marketing team is oh, just nailing killing. it. And you know, anytime you show me a good creature on the trailer early, you know, I'm yeah. all in. Well, that's exactly what the pale door did. And first off, love the name. I mean, yeah, the Pelador. That's a cool sounding name. Yeah, I'm in like instantly. I'm thinking devil, witchcraft, worshiping, mm-hmm. anything along those lines. So, Solitaire, we had been talking about it, mm-hmm. you know, for a few days, and we finally watched it at like what eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, we had mm-hmm. had a we had been on the river, had a few drinks. Yeah, uh, you know, there was this fine waitress, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay, if you're listening, hey baby. She she was checking Eddie out. I mean, uh, you know, the oh whole night. Lord. <laughs> Let's not jump to conclusions. But uh, I'll tell you, it was um, it was a a great movie. I I enjoyed the whole experience because when we're watching the movie, you know, I always like to see you know production, you know, value. Mm-hmm. I want to see like kind of what I'm getting into. Um, the production value was high. The actors I've seen in you know plenty of movies, um, and that so of course the acting was great, and you know a good story. You know we were, I think a couple episodes ago we were talking about mashups you don't see a lot. Yeah. Western horror you never see. Yeah, I told Trey you don't see it often. The last one I can remember there was a movie called Blood Moon, which was a Western werewolf movie, mm. but. Trey, before we continue to speak of this, let me just do a quick synopsis for yeah. people listening in case you don't go watch the trailer, which I highly recommend yeah. watching a trailer if you're on the fence. Exactly. But basically, you know, you got these guys, these uh, kind of bandit gang, and they got a heist. They got that, Trey, what did we talked about last week? That one heist. Oh, yeah, that one last that job. That one last job. And, you know, you got two brothers, and he's like, little brother, we're going to do this, and we're going to just... We're going to be set. We can yeah. go get the family farm. <laughs> and uh, That one last big hitter. And so they do it. It's on a train. And they open what they think is going to be their big ticket. And it's a woman in the 
the big chest. And right. she's like chained up. She has something over her mouth. And we're all like, what the heck? Yeah. So then she's like, my people, they'll give you money. So mm. they take them, brothel. And then, you know, and never go to a brothel, you know, that just appears out of nowhere. Yeah. Because like you got... You know, the one, uh, Bordello of Blood. Yeah, oh, Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Where that was vampires. Well, this one, it's witches. And not yeah. just witches. Demonic, grotesque witches. Like, yeah. you know the movie Witches, where they turn the little kids into mice? Yeah. Imagine that, but they look like burnt charcoal. Yeah. Like, just... Uh, it was a very cool design, you know? They're, like, demonic, just bloody, but, like charcoaly witches and we won't tell you what happens from there but just know really cool story uh it takes a second for me personally it takes a second to get going yeah where i'm just like "Eh, this is okay because i hate to be that guy i'm not a western person yeah like i've seen some i like but i'm just it's not for me yeah i understand but then when you get to the brothel and we get to see the witches in action then it starts to get pretty cool they do a lot of supernatural elements yeah a lot of illusions Mm -hmm. you know and the one lead actress who was the one in the chest beautiful face she was in i know in hell caesar yeah yeah these huge eyes yes but i thought it was pretty good for me personally because i like the ending i like the movie I would give it a solid three out of five. Mm-hmm. Maybe if I watch it again, a three point five. But yeah, I'm gonna go with a three out of five. A okay, solid three out of five. That's, but definitely you would recommend it. Oh yeah, I would definitely recommend mm-hmm. it for, like we said, a Saturday night special. You yeah, just get the gang together, you know. Exactly. Crowd up in the living room. Oh man, those are the best. Mm-hmm. Well, so you know, I had a similar experience. I, you know, going into the movie. You know, watching it, it had great acting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually do like westerns, so you know I don't get an opportunity to watch a lot of them. So just because you don't really think about them, yeah. they're not that you know many of them don't get made. You know, you, most time you watch a western now, it's a throwback. But I watch this; it's kind of fun. You know, it's yeah. it's cool to see you know uh, a kind of a period piece mixed in with horror going on their journey. And the reason I liked it a lot. It's because everything was mysterious mm-hmm. and it made sense. Like, you know, they are just like most westerns. They're a bunch of robbers, you know, mm-hmm. and they're you know either robbing banks or they're you know doing that heist, you know, that one last heist. One last heist. Well, this one, you know, it opened up with a really cool action sequence. You know, they were um, kind of robbing. You know, they're robbing a train, um, and they went through a, a nice little action set piece. But then when they're finding this chest, it's supposed to be where the money's at, the chest starts shaking, start realizing, yeah. okay, there's a girl in this thing. The girl did a fantastic job. She totally sold it. She, you know, she seemed very scared. But very creepy. Yes. But, yeah, mysterious. Yeah. And she was like, if you can just get me home, I will, we will make it worth your while. Whatever that score was, it will be bigger. Yeah. So, you know, they're all in. Yeah. But, yeah, it, um, it had a really cool ending, mm-hmm. um, and one you don't really see. You, I kind of in my head it was flipped, if you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Um, but it was cool to see that. And across the board, um, you know, had it wasn't a movie that you're gonna go to 
get jump scares. Didn't have a lot yeah. of jump scares. Just a really cool movie with cool set pieces. Um, great, you know, interesting idea. makeup designs uh, on the creatures. And yeah, it was just a cool, fun concept, you know? Mm-hmm. And they went with it. We always say our biggest thing is, you know, sticking with your vision and then rolling with it. And mm-hmm. they clearly did that. It was a lot of fun. So I'll give you my review. You know, you're a, a out of five star mm-hmm. review guy, but I'm a tomato meter guy. So I I'm out of a hundred. You like them fruit. You know, so <laughs> I, uh, I'll give the pale door, um, about a, I'd say a 68 out of a hundred. See, and you know, as we know with Rotten Tomatoes, anything above a 60 is passing. So mine was a betwe- 70. Between a, well, between a 60 and a 70, because yeah. I said a 3. Yeah, so... So, I mean, we're right there on yeah. the same boat. It, it's, the movie passes mm-hmm. by far, you know, and I would re-watch it. definitely has replay value. And uh, for the, for the creature features out there, there's it's no question. you got to watch this movie. Yeah, you got to at least give it look-see. Yeah. So... But let's now. get to the real meat of the story. I mean, this would be the steak of the story <laughs> if, uh, you know, if we're looking for a meat in three sides. You, you know, know what we're I mean? talking about vampires back to back. Oh, man. This one, I can't even hold it in, guys. This one's my favorite of the two. Yeah, I prefer this one. So, Blood Vessel, before we dive into this, because I know Trey's going to geek out, yeah. I'll probably geek out, because, you know, like we were talking about last week with the good things devils do, and we've talked about a little bit with the Peldor, we're big practical effect guys. Yes. Like, we love practical effects because it's just such an amazing art, but even better, it's just, it just looks cool. It just looks more natural. Yeah. So, this movie, you have these survivors. It's set during World War Two. Oh, man. They're floating on a raft, you know, their boat or plane, what have you, went down, and you got two or three Amer. You got two Americans, two Britons, British, whatever you want to say. A Russian and an Aussie. A Russian and an Aussie. And they, you know, get on this big, giant vessel covering swastikas, and, you know, there appears to be nobody home. And then they find a little girl, and... Well, look, you know, last week, remember when we were talking about you never pull a stake out of something? Yeah. You know what you really never do? If you find a sarcophagus yeah. that is wrapped in chains, and you don't it. open the sarcophagus. <laughs> oh, man. Let me... Yeah, you, you said it, but as we always say, you know, that's what makes a great movie, you know? Just knowing... You know, for us, you know, we we like some of the, the stupidity in movies because, you yeah. know, that's what just makes it funny and dumb. Yeah. But I'll say... This one was well written. Okay, yeah. so let me, because you know I'm going to geek out here, man, yeah. because I I told Eddie, I'm going to say something bold here right now, guys. Y'all will come to find out towards the end of this year, me and Eddie are going to do a top 13. We do it every year. Yeah. This one's making my top 13, because me and Eddie always like to put at least one movie that's real hidden mm-hmm. that we want to be recognized. Yeah. And this is that one for me. And with our curriculum, well, I should say my curriculum that Trey adapted because he's my boy. Yeah. And he wanted to do something similar. Yeah. My curriculum is I make my list based on the year I watched it. Yes. So they're very well on our list for best of 2020. It could be movies, you know, from 1970 yeah. or 
this case, you know, Blood Vessel 2019. Yeah. It's whenever we watch it. So, yeah. You know, we'll mention that again. So, let me let me get into the heart of this review. I I love this movie. I mean, I've seen it twice already. I rented it. I if I had it tonight, I'd probably watch it again, you know? But like Eddie said, we love a creature feature. Practical effects is a go-to for us. It's it's almost a must if you want a movie that's going to stand the test of time. Because as we've seen, years later, CG just does not hold up, you know? Mm-hmm. This movie was incredible. First off, it's a ghost ship type movie, which is always fun, yeah. you know? I, I love movies like that. Great. But everything... I, I just have to tip my hat to the writers because everything made sense. The opening of the movie, it gave you dialogue. You know, it was mm-hmm. a it was a black screen, and it went ahead and gave you a little bit of content, so you knew what you were getting into, yeah. and it basically let the viewers know, hey, look, the battles, you know, of World War Two is starting to come to an end. It's not fully, but it's getting there. You know, German U boats were still on. There was like a you know a pathway yeah. that they were that they were going. They were sinking ships, and one of the American ships got you know um, sunk. Mm-hmm. So, there's a group when it opens up on a life, you know, raft, and they're, I mean, about, about dead. Yeah. And this, uh, this, you know, big old ghost ship, this Nazi ghost ship comes, you know, heading their way. They find a way to get on board, and it is just an amazing story from there. It, it kind of reminds me of The Thing, because... With both of these movies, there's a huge sense of isolation. Yeah. I mean, and the thing, you know, with John Carpenter, it's just about ten people that are in Antarctica, um, and they're doing, you know, um, a science exploration, Mm -hmm. you know, journey. And um, with this one, it's really just a fight for survival. They're, Mm -hmm. you know, but the thing is, they're on a, a Nazi warship, so... You can't really call for help because they would just be calling, you know, Nazis. more Nazis. So everything was thought through really well, and it was one of those slow burners that you love that has a amazing payoff. I we both hate the slow burners that just take forever, and then by the end of the movie, you're like, well, where was the meat of the where? You know, what was it burning up to? You know what I mean? This movie delivered. And to answer your question, you know, we were talking about, you know, don't ever open the, you know, sarcophagus. I think in his defense, the guy who opened it, he saw a box filled with gold. I think he thought it was more gold. Well, yeah. But it definitely didn't look like that box was golden. We know it it has to happen, but let me tell you about the creatures. Oh, man. Because I appreciate, you know, like... In some reviews we've done, we appreciate when there are rules set and when we see some really cool things happen. Yes. So the creatures, there's three vampires. Yes. There is daughter vampire. Yeah. Looks very human. Mm-hmm. Mama vampire, who kind of is in between the daughter and the daddy. Mm-hmm. You know, her husband. And the husband, this one was really neat because take Nosferatu... But make his head a bat. Yeah. And that's kind of what they did. And it was... Like the giant ears, the nostrils, everything. And 
So, you know, the design was great, and their powers made sense. Yes. Like, if they bit you, it's an infection, and because you're infected and they infected you, they can control people, and they can make them see what they want them to see. Like, they just did a lot of cool stuff. And let me just say, the ending, I genuinely didn't see coming. I didn't either. Like, we knew what was going on. Yeah. But at the same time, I was like... You forget about some stuff. Or you just don't think it's relevant. Yeah, exactly. And let me just say, great ending. Oh, man. Unexpected. And it's a fun ending because it lets your mind kind of run wild. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, is this kind of how it starts in the new world? You know, is this how the first one came about? It kind of gives you a lot to think about. But let's get back to this design. The design was insane, guys. I mean... When I was telling Eddie about this movie, I said, look, there is one other vampire that I think tops this list, and that is, um, you know, the Salem's Lot Nosferatu, which Jess Norviscar will appreciate that, because, yeah. yeah, I know he's got some love for that one, but it, it was it was an amazing vampire, and when I saw this one, I was like, this was just a whole other type, because last week, you know, with... Um, masquerade masquerade was a whole different type of beast i mean she was demonic but she also had this beauty to her Mm -hmm. but she was you know just savage and i loved that this one was a different vampire this was more like creature yeah creature vampire it's it's a bat with a man's body yeah exactly and i'm telling you it when i first saw and i think i saw you do the same thing my jaw dropped because the this is practical effects, guys. It's it's not CG. It doesn't look fake. You see the detail when they created like the high cheekbones, the the you know little snout. I was like, man, this thing is insane looking. And they they show it. They you know they don't hide. They don't give it that one look for the whole movie, and that was your payoff. No, once you get into this vampire, you get him for the rest of the movie, mm-hmm. and it's kind of feels like. A mix between The Thing, mm-hmm. Ghost Ship, and then a little bit of Predator because you got this big old thing mm-hmm. that you can just hear stomping, you know, all around the ship and you're trying to... <laughs> and this is going to be a weird analogy, but if you see the movie, it makes sense. A little bit of Magneto from X-Men. Okay. I'm, yeah, I, I got to hear you. putting too much spoilers out there, Trey and viewers at home... Think about how Magneto would control Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah, I and can see. And there's some of that in here. Yeah, okay, I can see what you're saying because... Alright, I know exactly what you're talking about yeah. now. That, that's it. I can see that. But, yeah, I mean, this this movie, guys, it was it was off the charts for me. I loved it. The There was some good music in there. The mm-hmm. acting was off the charts. I mean... These actors you really connect with. You have some heroes. You have some anti-heroes. The guy who played the Aussie. Yes. The guy who played the Russian. Yes. And I would say the actress who played the uh, British nurse. Yes. All of them I thought were really good. Oh, fantastic. And the three vampires I thought all were good. So I do want to throw this out there too. This was a big thing for me. You know when you watch a movie and... Of course, you know, it's a horror movie. That's where all these Mm -hmm. cliches come from. And you always wonder, you know, why did the, you know, 
how did the creature die the first time and you know they brought him back you mm-hmm. know kind of thing you're always kind of wondering like okay where's the next new group gonna make the mistake and this and that yeah. well guys i'm gonna give you a spoiler so i'm gonna give you a minute if you do not want spoilers to come back in 20 seconds yeah. starting now so i love the part that they go and you find out that the first group of the Nazis they never even met the big the big boy or yeah. the mother that was chained up it was the daughter that got loose yeah. the first time and killed them all and then the next group that are protagonists they were the first ones to meet the big boy so that was really cool for me I thought that was that was a nice touch but yeah. Trey how would you rate the movie oh man I'm going to have a big jump here, Eddie, because I'm telling you, there was a lot of love for this in this movie for me. I can me. hear it. This is going to be a 90 out of 100 for me. Whoa. A 90 out of 100. I, this is just a fun ride. I mean, anytime you get a good creature, you already have me, which, you know, our past few mm-hmm. reviews, they've definitely had me. This one, the story is just really good. And... The pro- uh, and to be fair, from the last movie, the production value on this movie was a lot higher. I mean, they actually used, you know, real practical effects when using explosions on the boat. You know, that wasn't CG. This is, we're talking a whole other caliber of production value, but it's still a hidden movie. So, yeah, I had to throw, you know, me and A had to recommend this movie, Blood Vessel. Yeah, 90 out of 100 for me. I'm, I'm excited to hear yours. So, you're going to look at me like I'm crazy. I'd give it a 3.75 out of 5. A 3.75? Oh, man. It's not quite a 4. Oh, man. But, you know, when I was deciding the rating, I was like, 3.5 seems a little disrespectful. So, a 3.75. A 3.75 is disrespectful, Eddie. This movie needs to be a 4 out of 5. Let me tell you, Trey. I've seen some 4s. This ain't a four. This is a four, Eddie. For me. This is a 4.5. For me, it's not. Oh, man. Now, I look... So, I don't want Trey's ramblings, because, you know, we like to mess with her. Oh, yeah. I don't want that. I can genuinely say I watch more movies per year than almost any person I know. Yeah. Eddie single-handedly watched one movie a day for an entire year. Over one movie. 365. Did you beat everyone? Yeah, I last year I was at 411. And he's also watched shows. Yeah. So, you ask me how he does it, I don't know. I don't have a life. But <laughs> I just I never sleep and I watch stuff while I do homework, which is when my grades aren't that great. But that's beside the point. But what matters is I watch a lot of movies and I really love this movie. Yeah. I love the design of the creature, but a 3.75 is just... Now, that's after one viewing. Well, I'll, I will give you this. I will give you this. I gave it a very, very high review. There was a, a small flaw, and that was the sound quality. Because in this one... Oh, yeah. There was a weird, loud... It would go... Clink. And it happened ten or more times. And I don't know if they the crew missed it, but... <laughs> Imagine you're watching Hereditary... Yeah. Like, you have the audio for Hereditary, but you're watching this, and that little girl going... Yeah. Keeps going. Yeah, it and it, but it's like a higher-pitched clink. Yeah. And we're just... At first, we're like, oh, man, what's wrong with my amplifier, <laughs> you know? Someone dropped a spoon. Yeah, but, man... But, you know, like we said, 
those are technicalities that can easily be fixed. The core of what they did was incredible. You yeah. know, I mean, guys, you watch this movie, you also be given in the ninety. Don't worry about Eddie. You know, the man, the man needs some sleep. You know, obviously. Well, I mean, you know, given the world right now, I think we yeah, all need. Some we probably sleep. all need some sleep. But you know, before we get into the review, I just wanted to mention that next week, Trey is October. And you know what that means. Oh, I do, Eddie. Do the the listeners out there want to know what that means? That means that it's October, which means it's Halloween time, which means it's the best time of the year, which means it's the little hop of horrors. Little Hop of Pores, if you may. Yeah, the Little Hop of Horrors, Little Hop of Pores, however you want to say it. This is going to be our favorite time of the year. It will be every year while we're doing this, you know, yeah. podcast. And just know the formatting is going to be different because we love Halloween so much. Yes. And we want it to be a whole month of just spectacular fun. Yeah. You know, we're going to be bringing up stories, we're going to be bringing up shows, we're yeah. going to movies and list more than you can even deal with. Oh. They might run a little long. Oh, yeah. They might get a little crazy. And these guys, these are what me and Eddie live for, and we're excited to bring to y'all. This is this is what pretty much got it started for us when we started talking about horror, you yeah. know? All type of horror films, all type of horror franchises, yeah. list every day at work, at the bank. Yeah, this... This is our time of the year, guys, so we decide to call the month of October our little hop of pours. We're going to be doing spooky beers, mm-hmm. everything spooky, only spooky lists, only spooky reviews. I know it sounds like, obviously, that's what we've been doing a lot lately, but that's just because we're so excited for the season. Well, and we appreciate the genre because, yeah. you know, horror gets a lot of flack. Yeah. But what people don't realize is... Movies are art. They are. And movies are a channel of expression. Mm-hmm. And horror gets maligned because a lot of time it has violence. But a lot of times that's people who either have witnessed stuff and they're expressing it or, you know, they just have some feelings or something. But Or they're just trying to have you know, I mean, some fun. You got people go around being bigots and all kinds of terrible yeah. stuff. So a movie, which is make-believe. Yeah. That these people are just having a lot in, just like we said with Kane Hodder. Oh yeah, and just Norviscard. Yeah, oh, absolutely. These these guys, they love to have fun. You know, it's 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 a passion. You know, like I said, we Sid had Sid Haig. Yeah, oh Sid Haig, man. Rest in peace. Yes, God, I, I love old Sid Haig's man. But um, yeah, it's just a lot of people like to have fun, and you can see the fun. We you know we talked with Jess Norviscard, man. He. He had fun with his movie. Mm-hmm. We had fun watching it. It's yeah. just, that's what people just try and bring with horror because mm-hmm. it really is a fun representation of, you know. Yeah, so next week, October, just be prepared. <laughs> <laughs> but, so that's next week, but this week... We've come to the end of the show. You mm-hmm. know, this is a shorter show for, you know, reasons that yeah. we've discussed. But we still wanted to do a show. I still, I needed to do a show. Mm-hmm. But we're about to end it with 
a great list. So, as me and Trey got into, one thing we love is creature features. Yes. You know, I've since I was a baby, I've loved animals. Same. And that extends even to creatures because, you know, monsters are just crazy looking animals. Yeah. And so it's just nothing's core to me than a creature feature yeah. with a really dope creature. Yeah. But like we said, these are creatures that maybe, you know, it's a known movie, but it's one we don't talk about. Yeah. Or maybe it's something not a lot of people saw. And that's what we were going for here. Because you know, we know the we know the the mainstream ones. I mean, we could sit here all day talk about gremlins, critters, ghoulies, xenomorphs, the predators. xenomorphs, the predator, the uh, blob. Oh yeah, we could talk the about werewolves, pumpkinhead. Yeah, we could talk about werewolves. We could talk about vampires. We could yeah. talk about you know ghouls and goblins yeah. and you know sharks and all that kind of stuff. We just wanted at the end of the day, we gave we kind of came up with this based on a percentage. We said if we went and asked someone or ten people in a crowd about a type of movie, how many people would know it? And we were going for answers maybe three or less. Yeah. You know, we want we want hidden gems out there we want to kind of bring to light and give a lot of people that are listening to this, they're movie guys. That's that's why you're all listening with yeah. us and going on this journey and we, we love y'all and we really appreciate y'all being on this journey with us. We wanna give, you know, some of the viewers, you know, we wanna give you guys new material to watch, some yeah. fun things that the guys like me and Eddie who got nothing to do, watch tons yeah. of money, you know, tons of movies, we um, we can help bring some new ones for you guys. Yeah, so, like I said, not going to be the usual, no graboids from Tremors. These are going to be a little, you know, lesser known or just not talked about. Yeah. But, Trey, who do you want to start it off? Uh, you know what, let me go ahead and start off. Okay. Let me go ahead and start off, because I'm, I'm dying to hear yours there, so... My first one is a funny one. Okay. I just want to throw one funny one out there that you and me love. We watched oh, it with God. the Franken Squad. Oh God. Watched it with the boys. Yeah, dude. I, I this was the boys. What about the boys? Yeah, this one's this one's close to my heart, man. I love this one, and I will be busting this one out oh, no. during Halloween season. Oh, no. Zombievers. Oh, Zombievers. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere totally different. Let me tell y'all, because I know Trey's gonna say something. Let me tell y'all something out there. Zombievers, like people sleep on that movie. Yeah, Zombievers is one of the most well-made movies it, of all time. It is because it has a very Tucker and Dale versus Evil feel comedy, but, and everyone gets it. Everyone who's in the movie, yeah, they understand how just dumb as hell it yeah. is. But because of that, they treat it right. Yeah. Because you have to treat it with a certain sensibility where you're like, this is stupid, but I'm in this world, and yeah. I'm going to take it seriously. And it could happen, you know? Yeah. And anytime you have uh, John Mayer as a cameo, as a dumb <laughs> trucker guy, I'm in. And you know I love puppets. Yeah. And there's some great puppet beavers. Oh, man. And there's a shock we're not going to spoil because I genuinely hope people watch some beavers. Yes. Because like I said, like it sounds so stupid. But it's movie. such a great movie. It is. Like we're not we're not joking. We're no. not being facetious. No, it is a great movie. You're gonna have a ton of laughs and enjoy the ride. And there's a great twist. Yeah. There is and here's the thing I love about it. And Eddie, you I don't see if you remember this. I know you do. Mm-hmm. Zombie offers something that not a lot of movies do. Two creatures. Oh yeah. Because you get the zombievers, but when they bite a human, you get the human that turns. And it looks wild. I was trying not to mention that. Yeah? 
That was what I was alluding to. Well, you know... My partner, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, everyone knows you know, with zombies. You know, I know, I know. They, they can turn But you know. just know, Zombievers came out just a couple years ago. Yeah. Genuinely, you will have one of the best nights of your life. Oh, yeah. If you get a group together, turn off all lights. Oh, man. And watch it. And just enjoy life. Yeah. It's great. So, you know, Zombievers, what else can you say? Just a great fun ride. My next ones are all serious, okay? Serious. You got me on it's this super one. super serial. It's serious, bud. And uh, <laughs> you got me on this one, man. Okay. This was a great one. Animal. Oh, dude. Oh, oh, man. Let me tell you guys. Animal, you don't realize the craftsmanship and quality of the creature until oh, yeah. you see this thing. And let me say, that is one of the most amazing like like in blood vessel it was great when you saw the creature yeah and you know our jaws dropped but it wasn't like surprising yeah it was just like oh man that's amazing looking yeah an animal when yeah. you finally see this thing that they've been hearing and it's like ooh, ooh, ooh. yeah when you finally see it old buddy turns around and it's right up in his face yeah see and that's it because in Blood Vessel, you already knew that was a high-quality movie. Yeah. So when we saw this vampire and we saw the crap and shit they put towards it, we said, this is, we know even now it's even yeah. more high-quality, but we're not as surprised. Mm -hmm. But with Animal, this is total B-rated, five kids, yeah. cabin in the woods. When you see the creature, you're like, okay, they obviously put all their money in the creature because it is well made man and it has a cool twist involving like a epa message yeah that yeah. about what the creature is yeah it's it's but true. dude genuinely like amazing movie and yeah. one of the coolest designs like, yeah when we were making the decision to do this list i told trey the only thing i hate is i'm gonna forget some stuff yeah and right off the bat trey's only two in and he's already said two that i would have put on my list yeah there, there's a lot but that's and it makes sense because these are hidden gems. Yeah. And even we've seen so many that we're forgetting because they are so hidden. But let me go and throw my, my third one out there. And okay, I, now that I'm looking at it, there is another funny one. But it's not as funny as Zombievers. It's a it's a tone shift that happens about okay. midway through. Beast. Oh, God. I love Feast. I... Guys, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all. Before Trey even tells y'all, let me tell y'all. If you want the number one fan club for the Feast trilogy, oh man, meet Trey. <laughs> I freaking love Feast. I and here's the thing, it's a bloody good time. Two, yeah, it's a bloody good time. Two and three are obviously trash, but hey, one, two, one, two with that. Oh yeah, the little person. Yeah, it had its moments. But, but I'm yeah, one you, great. So one good. was just a well done film. Like it was, it had funniness. Also had like grotesque horror. Oh, it had some great gore. Oh man! And here's the thing: it's another one of those where the creature molds and shifts. Yeah. And once you see it break from its kind of like cocoon looking shell, cocoon. Oh man, that is one of the gnarliest looking creatures I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, so Feast, of course, had to go on my list. So these two, 
these anywhere you look online for hidden gems, maybe let's say Netflix, mm-hmm. you know, hidden gems on Netflix. This one's on there. Okay. So it is a little more known just because it's a Netflix, you know, original, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. But it's still hidden. And that is my number two, The Ritual. I was torn on whether to put this on my list or not. I, w- I understand. Because it is on Netflix. Yeah. And it's been in the featured on Netflix. Yeah. It but has been. I don't think a lot of people have watched this. And if you haven't, then horror fan or not. Yes. Ritual is a great movie, and it's even better because of replay value. Yes. Because when you watch it the second time, there's so many little details you miss. Oh, man. The creature, you see the whole movie. Yeah. You just see little parts of him. Like You might see his back, his head, you know, an arm. Oh, man. And it's a crazy-looking creature. One of my favorite creatures. Because here's the thing, guys. You will not... And I repeat this. You will not hear me say this often. It is one of my favorite CG creatures. Yes. Because... You won't hear us say that often. You... The reason why this one passes is because the director and the cinematographer, they... They obviously, they knew what they were doing. The way they shot it... And if I'm... If I had to guess, they probably morphed CG with practical effects somehow but probably somebody with some green screen yeah appendages or something yeah something but they also shot it with dark colors yeah the color palette was perfect it was you know had a couple of fires scenes around it when you first see it at the very end and i think that's important when you're when you're showing cg show it with dark color palettes because you don't want too dark no, not too dark. Because you want to be able to see it, but you want that kind of overcast to yeah. hide any possible any flaws. Any flaws, yeah. So that, I'm telling you, Ritual, 100%. Yeah, that's a good one. 100%. This and, is a solid list. Oh, man, I appreciate it. And for my last one, okay? Now, this one is definitely a hidden gem, okay? I, I thought about this one. The Ritual was the only one that teetered. Because, like you said, it was featured, and it came out last year. Or two years ago. Two years ago. This one, if you ask anybody about this movie, they haven't heard of it. Except for the big, big horror fans. And that is The Void. Oh. Is my number one. The Void. We both own a shirt. <laughs> oh, but yeah. We both own The Void shirt. Like I said, for the big, big horror fans, they know about it. We bought it at a, you know, horror oh. comic con. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys, all I have to say... Void is my number one because you get multiple different creatures. So many creatures. All all practical effects. Every one of them. And I'm telling you, I've never seen the level of passion because it is straight up John Carpenter's The Thing, but with a twist in something different. Very Lovecraftian. Very Lovecraftian, very much John Carpenter's The Thing. Yeah. And... But like I said, has his own vision yeah. that pays off. And I, the void is another one of those. My tomato meter would be in the nineties because I've seen that movie four to five times. We both own a shirt, and it just there's it was just oh my god I can't say enough about the void man. Dude, that was a really solid list. I I appreciate it, buddy. Like, I appreciate it. you. I think we both do good lists. Yeah, but dude. I gotta say. 
what I like is it's five movies I didn't do. Mm. So they'll get ten movies. Yeah, oh, good. But also, it was just a good list. Like, when I think about movies, I'm like, okay, that was good. That was good. That was good. Oh, I appreciate it, buddy. So, Trey's list, I don't know, you know, if I'll be able to keep up with his list. No, no, no. I'm saying, he had me at Zombie <laughs> Which, look, y'all think we're joking. I'm y'all telling you. Y'all think we're, you know, playing it straight to try and be funny. Zombievers, genuinely, like... Great movie. I bought the Blu-ray immediately. Me too. Because, we bought it at Best Buy. Because it was so good. And let me tell you something Eddie will, will tell y'all. I am OCD about my Blu-ray collection. I'm a slip cover man yeah. only. And I bought this movie without a slip. Because just, it's so good. Just because it was so good. So, I do have a honorable mention. Because I thought about it and... I'm putting, I do it as an honorable mention because it's known because of who it's based off. Mm-hmm. But out of all of them, I don't think it gets enough love. So real quick, I'll be very brief. Honorable mention is Stephen King's Sleepwalkers. Oh! The mom and son that oh. are those cat people. Okay, those like Eddie. cat demons. Yeah. They do some really cool stuff. Uh, it's a mix of CG and practical effects. You got Clovis the cat that hangs out with the sheriff. Like, really cool design. But, like I said, I just think out of all the Stephen King properties, Sleepwalkers gets not enough attention. It gets slept on. Yeah. I mean, it really does. Good pick. But, so here are my five. And so, normally I have them numbered. So, I'm going to be going a little slower because I'm right now deciding my number five. You know, five, number four. You know, but... Okay, number five. Just because I don't have the longevity of mm-hmm. knowing this. I got introduced to this last year Yeah, by my good friend, Corey Tatum. Mm-hmm. Great dude. The best photographer you'll ever meet in your life. Mm. If you ever need professional photograph work, he is your guy. He's in Atlanta. Check him out. Um, I think on Twitter, he's film editor or okay. new film editor or something like that. But just look up Corey Tatum. One of the greatest human beings you'll ever meet, also. Oh, dude. But, um, he introduced this movie. So, number five, The Stuff. The Stuff? The Stuff. Okay. Okay. So, Trey, let me, let me give you a little idea of this. So, take the blob. Okay. And make the blob yogurt. Oh, man. And make the yogurt, when you eat it, it is sentient and it takes you over. And compels you to get other people to eat the yogurt. Let me guess. It turns them vegan. No. Because <laughs> yogurt's not vegan approved. It's not vegan approved? N- yogurt has milk in it. Oh my god. <laughs> Lord help. But, um, but vegan... But eh, You have me thinking vegan. <laughs> but the stuff i can't keep up with all these great diets. <laughs> great movie like i said it's this sentient yogurt they don't know where it came from and it's taking over the entire planet because mm. what happens is people eat it and then they have to eat it they become junkies for it Ooh. and it's controlling them and making them get other people to eat it and then they're getting other people so it's just a really interesting movie and like i said think of the blob but yogurt Interesting. And it seems more intelligent than the blob. Mm. Very manipulative and 
you know, knows precisely what it's doing. Gotcha. So, The Stuff, number five, great movie. Uh, number four, because I think this one, it's known. I think people sleep on it, though. Okay. So, it has John Boyega in it. Attack the Block! Attack the yes. Block. Yes! Oh my god. If dude. you haven't seen Attack the Block, which has Nick Frost, who's been in all like Hot Fuzz and Shaun yes. the Dead, Attack the Block, you've got these kids in this like little ghetto of Britain yeah, and an alien land. So what do they do? Being some punk crazy kids. Yeah. They kill it. Turns out it was actually the only female to her entire race of these giant... So these creatures, they're giant, pitch black, uh, and you just see teeth, and their teeth glow in the dark. Mm. So it provides for some great shots where you won't know it's in front of them, and then it opens its mouth, and you oh, see man. those teeth. Great just movie. Great pick. simple design, but super cool. Such a good pick, Eddie. Because, and let me tell you what. The British know how to write a film, man. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, dude. They they really do. But, yeah. Tat the Block. Great alien movie. And it has John Boyega, you know, Finn from Star Wars, as Moses, who's just the coolest dude. He's like, <laughs> hey, bro, allow it. <laughs> but, uh... And you get to see a younger performance from him. Yeah. Which is always cool when you see big-time actors now. It's cool to appreciate their younger work, you know? So, number three... And when we were talking about this beforehand, like we said, we don't say our list. Trey actually did guess this one, though, because he knows how big a fan I am. Yes. So, so what is, is your number three? Number three. Dang. So, Peter Benchley, great author. And you yeah. won't hear me say that. There's only a couple of people you'll hear me say is a great author. Mm-hmm. Peter Benchley's one. Michael Crichton. Jurassic Park, yeah. Might be my favorite author of all time. Mm-hmm. But Peter Benchley also right there. And he made they made a movie called Creature off one of his works. Oh man. And so Creature Such a good movie, guys. It is imagine this like seven foot shark, like a great white, that's seven feet tall, it has legs and giant arms, and it can breathe out of water, and it just destroys people. Oh man. Whatever's in its path. And practical effects. Oh. A lot of like Practical effects, puppetry, makeup work, and it's just terrifying looking. It, I've never okay. I'm big into aquatic horror. Yeah, big. That that's on the top of the list. Oh yeah. I mean, it was incredible. First off, who doesn't want to see a shark man hybrid creature that's on land? Yeah, that's on, and it's not. It's not really a man. It's like it's just a. Freaking well, well, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, but it's, I'm telling you, yeah, Creature was incredible, guys. Give that one a watch. Great pick, man. I just realized I left something off my list. Oh. So, Midway, before my top two, let me say one more honorable mention. I'm going to do this Watch Mojo style where I do honorable (laughs) mention before the top. Yeah. (laughs) Because I just have to get this out there because I wasn't sure if it's known or not, but I meant to put this in my honorable mention section. If you haven't seen the movie Relic, Relic's a great which one. takes place in a museum. Great one. It has a creepy sound where it's like, <gasps> and it's basically this enormous iguana with spikes on its back, 
human eyes yeah. and giant pinchers like the pincer Pokemon. Yeah. Oh, Relic was... Creepy looking. It was a great creature for that time because, you know, it came out in 98, I want to say. Yeah. 98 was doing some real rough CG then. Yeah. It was... They were getting away from practical effects in 90s. And it had its CG moments. But it... it but for, it did some It did practical some practical effects. effects at good times. It did. But so my top two... And the one when I get to number one, Trey's gonna know because it's a movie that if you get me talking about it, I just I'm like a fangirl. I just I you know just I pawn and I ooh and I ah and I just cry from happiness <laughs> that it exists. But my number two, the cockroaches from Mimic. Oh, Do you remember man. the Mimic movies, dude? Mimic was so good there's three it's a it's a cockroach i mean literally it's literally a giant cockroach but it can do a camouflage where it can form a face like a human face and then it wears it it wears its wings like a trench coat so it looks like a person but instead it's this six foot tall freaky as hell cockroach Mimic, Mimic gave me nightmares for for several yeah, tra- years. Train about the cockroach life. I I mean you know, I just don't do them. But Mimic number two. But now let me get to number one. Trey, let me tell you. So my number one. I am curious about this because you said this is your fangirl movie. Oh yeah, like when I heard about this movie, I instantly want to see it. When I saw it, I didn't even know what to think because I love it so much. Like this is a and it's an unknown. This is a five gym. star movie for me. Five stars, Trey. Let me tell you what I love about this movie before I say the movie. What I love about it: the designs, fully CG, whole movie CG, but the designs are incredible. They look real. They're all unique. All right. So, like I said, the designs are all unique and amazing. The lore, mm. incredible. They put so much thought into this. They put more thought than almost any movie I've ever seen. Because they, like, you know, they have, like, the statistics. They have what they eat. They have where they live. They have, you know, pieces of them. They have maps. They have drawings. They have all this intel. They have what the weakness is. You know, they have all this lore, and it just feels real. When did it come out? 2011. 2000. I'm pretty sure. 2010, 2011, 2012, somewhere around there. But let me tell you. District 9? No, District 9 was close, but I feel personally a lot of people know about District 9. True, I was about to say. The prawns from District 9 are cool, but let me tell you. Troll Hunter. Troll Hunter, yes! Troll Hunter is a foreign movie. Oh my god. But subtitles be damned. I don't care if you don't like subtitles. Watch Troll Hunter. That it's this film crew. They're doing like a a film project for school, and they're following this guy who says trolls are real. They and stumble you, across him, and yeah. you see the trolls, and they have lore for each type of troll. Yeah, and each type of troll looks different. Man, I'm so glad you you put that on your list to tell viewers because that was such a great movie. Another very rare instance where CG. But pays because they did it right. And they did it in the dark. They did it in the dark, and they also made each one unique, so you appreciate it. Yeah. 
that was you you nailed it it's a lore that you get invested into Mm -hmm. and by the end of the movie you have to remember it's not real yeah you're like crap i it sold me like the movie sells sells you because the writers took such time and care with this story they wanted you to believe it because let's let's be honest when you see troll hunters when you see it like on any streaming platform you see it in at walmart on the shelves you're like troll hunter this this says cb movie like all over it but no you were right this movie is actually an a-list movie yeah it's not it's not really a b-rated movie besides it being low budget everything else phenomenal great movie i'm so glad you had that on your list Man. So the big takeaway from this: watch Troll Hunter, watch Some Beavers, watch Blood Vessel, Pale Door. Check out all the movies that we mentioned, and if nothing else, watch trailers, look up photos. Yeah, just you know, appreciate the creatures. Yes, and that's that's what we're here for. We, you know, me and A love creatures, but we love, you know, giving y'all something extra to watch. You know, with y'all's, you know, significant other. You Our know, friends, if, friends by yourself, your dog, your yeah. cat. You know, what have you. Guys, I'm telling you, Blood Vessel, watch that creature, man. It's incredible. If you take, if you forget about everything, remember that creature. And remember Zombievers. Yes. And remember Troll Hunter. Yes. And everything else. But, yes. tr- uh, you know, if they want to send us a creature we may have missed. Yeah. Or something they would like us to check out. Yeah. Or if they have a compliment or... A criticism yeah. because we appreciate people oh. telling us we suck because yeah. then we're like that's good tell yeah. me how i suck <laughs> yeah am i more of a hoover vacuum <laughs> or more of a roomba you know but if you would like to tell us anything you can contact us at facebook.com slash toast to film that's the number two you can look us up on twitter at film underscore toast or you can email us at binging and brewing at gmail.com and guys, for me and Eddie, we just want to say again, we really appreciate y'all spending the time with us, taking mm-hmm. time out of your day to be with us. Like we said, th- this has been a you know a hard week, really hard week for Eddie, hard week for me. And uh, but we want to do this because you know we want to do it for us, we want to do it for you guys because we know y'all also might be having a hard week. Yes. And hopefully, you know, we can. We can give you a laugh or two, or we can just take your mind off things. And at the end of the day, we just all get through it together. But we love you guys. And from me and Trey and everyone else, we just wish you good night and good viewing.